Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to episode 28. Thunderbirds are... I love this start. I wish I, I wish I could fully explain how and why I love that start so much. Um, it, it's just a nostalgic uh, throwback to. I'm going to start it with Tomorrowland. Uh, we dressed up as Thunderbirds at Tomorrowland, and everyone thought we were the Sweden flag, but it was just a really nice way to start a set day. So thank you for that. <laughs> That's cheered me up after a very long day at work. Good, I'm glad. Because this set is actually called Should Have Been Working. Oh, that's very accurate then. Yeah, well, yeah. Episode 28 wasn't supposed to be this set at all. Episode 28 was supposed to be the kids' playlist. My kids, one each kids, put together favourite songs. And I tried, I actually recorded it, listened it back, and I wasn't happy with it. So yesterday, we had planned to record Annette at 7.30. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bust out a quick 35 minute set and we'll use that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I really, really, really like this set. It was like, I, I threw it together in 10 minutes. I recorded it. Yeah, it's actually an hour long. Sorry. <laughs> nice. Listen. Woohoo! And it's very uplifting as well. Really like it. It really is. It's gone very Tomorrowlandy. That, that sounds exactly like uh, my day, actually. It's just been absolutely manic from start to finish. Like, kind of key members of my team are, so I like doubling my workload on top of a busy day as well. Like. And then uh, and then I got to the end of the day, had the staff meeting, and then just kind of came to meet you, and now I'm like, yeah, well, I, I probably should have been working right now, but now I'm just going to take a little bit of time out for myself, which is very important. Oh, that was meaty. I think at the early stages of this set, make sure you're listening on good headphones. Dave Farrell and Jonas Mallard. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that growly um, bass line there. That's, it seems to be becoming a bit more popular, that. Like, it seems to be in quite a few songs recently. Yeah, absolutely. Who's doing the vocals? Uh, so this is uh, Topic. Uh, it's a Mike Williams uh, yes. remix. Yeah. No, I like it. You can always tell when you use songs that I've not heard before. Because <laughs> I just like, I sit quietly and listen. <laughs> that, that's part of the reason why I talk so much during my, um, during my set. Because I've heard the music so many times, I'm like bored. <laughs> Real new. This is running by Watermark and Raffaella. It's only like a month old. Not wow. even. I was on my uh, like my new track shuffle in my morning, my wake yeah. up thing. I'm like, oh, that, I like this. Well, I was trying to put together a, a sort of a, a, a set list, which is unfinished at the moment. I'm not sure what I'm going to do for next week because uh, I haven't got any finished set lists. I've got ones that are stopped, <laughs> but none that are finished. So my, the, I think the one that is probably closest to being finished, which is primarily new music, but uh, a mixture of stuff from within like the last few months, uh, is uh, Pangs Like a Heart. It's like kind of like related to... Uh, like romantic art ideas and things like that, but all, all kind of melancholy sort of ideas. 
but it's all done in a really upbeat way. So I thought pangs like a drum, like bangs like a drum, that might be a witty name for it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That or a political, I was thinking a political set as well, but then I just thought people <laughs> might get really, like wound up with that. There is in the pipeline, in a few weeks' time, there is a film set coming. Yeah, I'm but, but yeah, because I've had loads of suggestions from my mate Draper, who, who like studied film at university. He's like one of the most <laughs> like film buffy film buffs there is. Uh, like literally, just knows pretty much everything there is to know. Uh, so I, I went to him and I asked him for some suggestions, and uh, he's given me some ones that I uh, I thought, yeah, definitely everyone's gonna know that one. But then there's also ones in there that are like lesser known films. Um, but the ones that have got like really good uh, like drum lines or bass lines to them and stuff. So I'm going to try and spend a bit of time on that one. So next week it'll probably just be <laughs> probably thrown together like the day before. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the film one I'm going to work on over a couple of weeks and see what I can do with it. Oh, I like this. She's got a nice vocal. Song. This is Will Sparks and Gareth Emery with Next Generation. But anyway, uh, in a month, the marathon is happening here. I am not All running right. the marathon. And the half marathon, also not running that. And the 5k, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I actually wanted to run the half marathon, but apparently some medical how, test. How, so how, much, how long is a half marathon? I, I, literally, I've never done one, so don't Two laugh. Hours? <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, distance, how far do you have to run? Oh, like, okay. Is it, what is it, like, 13 uh, miles or something? 22 kilometers? Yeah, like, th 13 miles. Right. I don't know, I remember watching uh, my, my, my step stepsister's boyfriend do a marathon once, and I, there's, a, there's a point in the London Marathon where... They they want what so there's a point where it goes past it twice. I think it's coming in and out of the Isle of Dogs. Uh, so on one side of the road, you see everyone running in, and they're at the, they're at the like the 12 mile mark. And then when they come out of the Isle of Dogs, they're at the like the 21 mile mark. And the, the, the before and after is absolutely hilarious. Like he was he was all right. He was like waving on the way in, on the way out. It just looked like he was in tears. <laughs> I used to work with a guy in Glasgow who entered the London Marathon. Okay, this guy John Torley is his name. Lovely guy. Did he have practice? In the or? Uh, well, no. Like he was—he wasn't a particularly <laughs> skinny guy. He was in his forties, and he just decided to enter the London Marathon. Said he was going to train all year. Didn't do any training. Went to the, <laughs> went to the marathon. Got to the start line. Set off really, really well. Like he was moving. The finishing time for the marathon, you have to finish in under eight hours to qualify as a finish, unless you've got like special circumstances, like wearing a diving suit or something. He did yeah. it in like something like seven hours fifty-eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he did it. I mean, there's, there's, can you imagine how soul destroying it would be if you'd run? Well, not run, but like plodded along for eight hours and one minute, and you're just like, nope, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't qualify. Yeah. Jesus. That would be Oh, like this. That was a great swap over. This is uh, Idris Elba. What was it? Yeah, Idris Elba and Jay Robinson. What you need hey. to do is be you. Nice. He's got such a great voice. Oh yeah, he's got a great orator's voice, hasn't he? I'm just gonna open a bottle of wine, don't mind me. One of the benefits of recording in the kitchen is the wine's right here. Well, one of the benefits... <laughs> Actually... I shouldn't say where I am right now, really. <laughs> Are you using the Sarah Newton fridge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
that swap over out of Idris Elba into I Love You by Duke Dumont was amazing. It's very, um, it's very stripped back. Like it wasn't like a dun dun, let's go with the break. It was like you're taking the plinky plonky and matching the plinky plonky. I'm all over my technical terms today. I can tell. <laughs> Someone's been studying. <laughs> I actually really like keeping the two in together. And you can hear that I've stripped the vocal out of Know Yourself. We've just left the bass and the treble in. It's quite, it's, it's quite a delicate sort of transition. That's, that, I suppose that's what I meant. It's, it's quite, yeah. Because it, yeah, because normally you can just kind of go like at the break and it's, it's sort yeah. of fine, but you, you've had to really sort of beat match and think about your levels so, quite delicately. What I've tried to do in this set is explore with uh, beat matching, not beat matching, beat skipping, <laughs> and um, running the beat skip without looping. So like I know where the drop is and I'm just I'm just pushing pulling it back, pulling it back, pulling it back until I think it's ready mm. to go. Until so it you really go. Yeah. And then it doesn't work all the time, I'll be honest. <laughs> no, no, really but hard think, to do. But sometimes yeah. you get those guard you get those little white guidelines on, on the track at the top. Uh, and generally speaking they'll break your songs into eight. And you can tell from the length of the song around about the right sort of length that you need for it to try and break at the same time. And then sometimes you may be out by like two or four or something like that. But that's pretty easily fixed by just using a quick loop on it, isn't it? The other thing I need to get better at, beat skipping two bars. Because when a song kind of does that kind of pause in the middle, it's hard to know, unless you're really in the song, if you're talking about it one bar pause or a two bar pause because it's holding a note yeah. usually through lyrics and you're just like eh, is it one or two I'm going to guess two nope it was one okay never mind <laughs> I tell you it was really uh, really annoying for that it's like Lost, Fre Lost Frequencies do that quite a lot in, in a number of their songs you like but I like really I like stripping it out for for that like, that, that half or for that beat or that double beat and then bringing it back in at full full whack in the next in the next track and it sort of really accentuates the, the the lift again doesn't it yeah and there's a lot you can do with cue points like the like we were talking a couple of weeks ago about marking specific cue points in different colors and i find it quite useful yeah. to say like this color is make sure yeah. you don't cock this up <laughs> yeah this is this oh or oh, this is your your major drop point in the song right Yeah, I'm sort of weird. I've really started color coding my mouth. Like as I'm as I'm working through new sets now, I'm using exactly the the same color scheme for everything as I have been doing for about the last six or seven sets. So like gradually, and as I'm DJing, like I DJed a party the other night. Actually, I've got to tell you about this. Uh, and started like working through songs. I was like dropping in bits then. Ah, nicely pulled back there. There's a bit of Nora and Pure. Yeah. Because we love Nora. Is this the... Sorry, carry on. Is this the... Got Godless in Fadings one, or is it the, the, the other one? Wetlands. Oh, Wetlands, yeah. Anyway, you're saying you're DJing a party. Uh, yeah, so there was a, a friend of ours who's just moved to a, a new apartment. which has got a rooftop. Uh, sort of party space really it's for the whole building but you can sort of book it out for for parties so she booked it out and she she was asking me to DJ and then a couple of people to do other stuff bring stuff around and whatnot so we had like lights up and uh, set up the kit and, and whatnot uh, and it's got a pool and a, like a little sunken cocktail bar and like a little swim up stools in the pool as well now we didn't use the pool because it's it's not quite Cool in the evening weather. You could use the pool during the yeah. day at the moment, but in the evening it's, it does. It, yeah, it's, it's just cold enough cool. for it to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's definitely on the up. 
which is very a very exciting time in Egypt because <laughs> it's my favourite time of the year really because it's hot in the day and warm in the evenings but not scorching in the day and hot in the evenings uh, and it's a really lovely time of year actually before it gets, reaches that mega hot point so we had this party you know party till about maybe 3am something like that and um, uh, I just thought like that's going to be great when the sun comes out you know really really good to have like a little cocktail party and kind of have like a swim up bar and some you know like this like we're playing now like kind of chilled sort of like cool music and stuff um yeah yeah it will be really really good uh anyway so yeah the, the as i was sort of djing the party it was like kind of a lot of uh a lot of popular stuff and um just as i was going through i was kind of re re pointing in the songs as i was going because i was only using two decks so it wasn't particularly complicated mixing uh and yeah just i don't know it was like it gave me something to do actually quite nice Absolutely. I, I, well, I did this set, so I pulled in all the songs that I have heard but haven't used yet. And so I spent, like, if I know I'm doing a long mix, I'll take the time to like jump forward, put some key points in, using the beat stick, because the beat stick is really helpful for putting key points in. You've got the drop, you jump back to 32, 32 again, entry point, and you know that's going to run well with the, next, with the track coming in from before it. Yeah, definitely. And it's good then, because then all your music's ready for the way you want to use it. Do you remember that program that you downloaded that kind of automatically put in the key points for you? And that's good, it was an intelligent... Yeah, it was an intelligent program, but like I find that I end up moving them all around anyway, like... So I use mixing key for most of my tracks now, because I find that it detects the key better. Mm. Um, The BPM is... I think what it does is detect longer in the track the BPM. You know when you get a track really slow to start? Armin yeah, Van Buren yeah, yeah, does yeah. this a lot and nowhere impure does it. Uh, um, the vocals in that. Dua Lipa. That was it. I was I'm thinking in my it's head. It's the Clapton remix of Dua Lipa. So yeah, there was a there was a bit of a pause there because uh, Jen appeared in the background. She was getting some uh, water and some food, <laughs> and I was like waving. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot what we're talking about now. Uh, you're mixing key. Oh yeah, mixing key. So mixing key is really good at analysing beats per minute because it doesn't just look at the first bit of the song, it will go further through the sound file and give you a better feel for it. I also think it does track detection better. Um, but cue points, unless you've got it, and I don't know how to do it properly, unless you've got it specifically customised to Serato, <laughs> oh, really? It's fine to do the big drops, it just looks for volume changes, I think, or like big changes in sound levels and puts a drop point. Which is fine if it's the first time you use a track, but if you really want to get technical, you're going to be in about and changing it yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But that, I suppose that's, you know, if it, like a, um, what happened at this party the, the other day is like if you end up needing to download a, a few songs because. You know, people are requesting them, but you don't have them. That that's that's a really good quick fire way of making sure that you've got some 
solid key points in there and you'll be able to recognize drop points. I mean, and you and I could probably sort of look at a, look at a track now and with the waveform, from the waveform yeah. be able to see where it is anyway. But, you know, to, to anyone who's starting, there was a really handy uh, sort of background programs to have that, to support Serato. And the other one that I really want to get is Beatport. It looks like it's got an absolutely humongous uh, library and it's designed to work solely with Serato as well. And just being able to stream songs. You know, they had, they, because they had that deal with SoundCloud, but there's uh, SoundCloud have got so many copyright issues with, um, you know, they're not like Spotify. I love this mix, though. This mix? The Bellacore loves to carry us to jump in by Sid. Nice. I'm listening. And then into uh, we're Above and Beyond. We're all in this together. Oh, Above and Beyond. I like that stuff. You've done quite a lot of... Um... Well, quite not a lot, but like a few um, smooth transitions today. Like it's, it's, it seems like like a quite a chilled set. By your almost like I was sober. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like and also like kind of I don't know, just not in your normal sort of like bang 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 sort of uh, quite. I mean, we're both quite hyperactive in our sort of approaches to things, and this is really this is really chilled, you know. So I can explain the the different mixing style on this end because when I was recording this set, I um I had my decks plugged into my Bluetooth speaker, like the little one, not the big one, and it was mixing on my headphones. But also the kids were going to bed, and Finley, when he can't sleep, likes to listen to bedtime stories, which I Bluetooth from my phone to the store, to the Bluetooth speaker. I'm like. Oh wait, I'm kind of using this for mixing. <laughs> so I had to go really slowly with the mixing because Jen took the Bluetooth speaker to give Finn his bedtime stories. Oh man. So I had no, I couldn't, all I was listening to was the actual DJ side of it. So yeah, listening yeah, to it now, yeah. this, is the, this is like, I'm really pleased with the result because it doesn't sound like what I was hearing. I was cutting key points and, and mixing tracks. No, mate, because didn't you? You're sort of doing that, doing that a bit blind, really. Like, Absolutely blind. You'd be like, oh, this is the bit where he was reading the Gruffalo. Together by Above and Beyond. Yes. It has got it's it's a really like it gives me goosebumps almost because it throws me back to the sound of early 2000s dance music. Which I think I've talked about this before. I wasn't into dance music before not in this way, before we were at Tomorrowland. But I worked with dance music when I was I just like I worked in security, I worked in pubs and clubs and it was just dance music all the time. This gives me a buzz because I love the job I did back then. That's the the power of certain songs, isn't it? And that's why we end up liking the just a particular sound. Oh nice. Um sorry, just got put off by the mixer. Um, yeah, so you, you get like a certain sound in a song, and all of a sudden it will just go. You'll, you'll be like, it'll trigger a memory or or an experience. So 
there's a song that I, I, I downloaded and or used it uh, this party the other day and it had the, the same uh, sound effect that was used in Till I Come by ATB. And it's like one of the most iconic sort of I be for nine nights or like, you know, that sort of. And it, it was really like over overdone at the time. And the rest of the song doesn't use any other parts of the song, really. It's just that it's got that one bit in it. And I was like, oh, instantly taken back to like hanging about with like uh, uh, so these old mates of mine from uh, from high school, uh, like cycling up to Beacon Fell, listening to that song, like funny. It's weird how what, like certain memories are conjured though, isn't it? This is very good. This is a bit, this is a bit sort of grime rappy for you. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit sort of garage rap, isn't it? I found this song, I think the last year I was in Cairo, and I put it on a USB stick and stuck it in the car. It was in amongst like a hundred songs. Nice. Uh, but Jen doesn't like the song, so this would come on quite regularly uh, in the Watch car. Watch the car. Uh, and, and she's like, oh, it's this song again. And I didn't really DJ with it, because I knew that Jen didn't like it. And actually, I think it's great. Does, does Jen ever listen to these episodes? Nah. You can say whatever you want. So, well, no, well, I mean, not like I would. But um, do you know what I mean? Like, that means that you can get away with putting stuff in your sets that would normally yeah I mean I, I used to try and like I, I, I say Jen doesn't listen but a lot of our friends listen to it alright but I think Jen is wonderful and uh, I really miss her for once uh, look at me I'm going to say in a good book <laughs> no, to be fair I, uh, I do love Jen a bit Oh, this is one of my beat-skipping ones. Didn't quite work out. Well, you recovered very quickly, though. It was only out for about two beats. My turntables, the, I even with the uh, scratch mode off, sometimes when I turn them, they act like it's a scratch mode. And I'm like, ah! And have to haul it back. So I've I've got that on the uh, on on mine as well. It's, it's on the big ones. It's the vinyl button. So it gives a, an authentic yeah. sort of vinyl scratch. And I always forget to turn it off. So it'll be about uh, halfway through the first or second song, and I'll just be adjusting the song ever so slightly just to make you know like really perfect that beat match. And it'll just go. And they're like, oh my god, oh, I need to turn off vinyl. <laughs> right, so this song, you're going to love it and hate it together. Well, I can already know it's Fisher. Well, wait. But what's he mixing it with? Oh! I quite like it. This is uh, Losing It by Fisher, but it's the Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike remix. Well, it hasn't got, he hasn't got Trash Pandery yet. You can hear it starting to go now. To be fair, <laughs> at the point where I said, I quite like that, it was a nice sound. It just hasn't gone Trash Panda yet. He goes Trash Panda when he gets into that, <laughs> everyone to the left, 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 left. No, you're like, <laughs> just... uh, Although, to be fair to uh, DBLM, they have significantly reduced their left, left, left garbage in their recent releases. Yeah, to be fair, there was one song that they did the other day. I, I got a, I got a remix of one of their songs the other day, and the re the original not that great, but the remix was very very good actually. So that maybe they're getting better. I don't know. Maybe we should give them a. I I, I tell you what, Dave. In your next set, I challenge you to use a Dimitri Vegas like Mike or. 
We Are Legends. What is it? Three Are Legends. Remix Three Are Legends. I, okay. I dare you. Well, there they are. I will. <laughs> there they are. So this is Cashmere with Burn. Over the top. Is that, of it was that really like auto-tuned male vocal right there? That guy. Yeah. To be fair, this isn't that bad actually. It doesn't. This is quite almost Garrett's Yeah. But that's that was Cashmere doing all the work. I think it's more their live stuff that they just. I think we were tainted because we saw them perform a live set that they hadn't prepared properly and they were absolutely off their face and it was just shit. Yeah, but, yeah, but, the year before, Jen and I saw them live and we left halfway through. But the year right. before that, in 2017, when we weren't there, we watched, I, Finley and Connor and I we watched the sets on on YouTube and it was, they were really, really good. And yeah. I would still go back to that. If I listen to Tomorrowland old sets, I will pick 2017 as a, as a really good example of entering Tomorrowland stuff. Well, maybe that's just a really good example of what happens to your kind of you know, your motivation when you become sort of famous or whatever. Like some people dig dig down and work harder. You know, like Last Frequencies are very much like that. You know, he's very 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 hard working. You can tell that. Garrix is the same. But. Then you, you know, we think back to certain bands that the moment they became famous, they just kind of got a bit, a bit crap. Like Oasis? Um, I don't know, like some of their latest stuff I, I wasn't too, uh, well I didn't find too offensive, but yeah, generally speaking, I, I think it's, but there's also a bit of a, um, there's a bit of a difficulty because when you're, if you're, especially with bands, and not just like DJs or whatever, but actual bands that are like, I feel I feel like some of them feel under pressure to like evolve and change their sound because you know like and they're like and that only works sometimes like and it, it's a bit hit and miss like Radiohead for example like absolutely nailed it with the evolving of their sound over a good few years but then I don't know like are they really as groundbreaking as they are now uh, as they were, were then sorry no uh, and I think I don't know like it's a hard thing to Hard thing to work with, like that kind of artistic development or evolving. I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with that. I just think uh, there's a lot of pressure <laughs> on people to try and change their sounds, isn't there? Yeah. Don't worry, listeners. We're not changing our sounds. We're going to play great music and then talk over the top of it. Just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I probably just talked over the top of a really good mix then, didn't I? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just staring at the wall, talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's worse? Uh, We're not real. You're just staring at the wall and talking to yourself. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I do like this. This is, um. Oh, don't tell me, don't tell me. It's the Latin name. And it's the woman who did the. Come on, you got it. It's the woman who did the. Oh, Cecilia Krull or something like that. Cecilia Krull, yes. Yes, that's it. Carpe Diem, no, not Carpe Diem. Angus Day. Angus Day. Oh, he's got me dancing now. Yeah, Benny Benassi remix. I had uh, brought in a big jar this morning, which uh, is the only sealable jar I have in my house. And this pink ectoplasm at the bottom. 
starting my protein shake back in the gym this week. Ooh. Oh, you posted that Instagram the other day. I was like, yeah, I haven't been to the gym in like <laughs> uh, since, since we broke up before Christmas. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I went running like three weeks ago and I was like, you were going to say, I haven't been to the gym in two weeks. <laughs> no, I've properly been to the gym. I've done some exercises at home, but I haven't properly been to the gym in ages. Because obviously I've been in the UK or I was away in Zanzibar. Or, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, got back to it today. Oh, mate. Well, not today, actually. I got back to it on Sunday. And then had to have a rest day yesterday because my muscles were hurting too much. And then today I just did it all over again. Now I couldn't barely walk. I'm going to have to get running, like... My problem is I've got like so many things I need to do right now. I've got assignments, yeah. I've got work stuff. This weekend, I'm going running. And I'm going to learn yeah. Chinese. Both of those things are happening between <laughs> 6.30 and 8 o'clock on Friday. Do it. Commit. That's the problem. It's hard to find the intrinsic motivation to do something like that when, um, when you don't... Like, if I had, like, Tomorrowland on the horizon or something like that, and I knew it was definitely going to be happening, then, I, you know, you're having something to work towards. Or when I first started, like, like over a year ago, in, in the whole trying to keep keep on top of my physical health, that was driven by, like, the aftermath of Tomorrowland. Or, or it might be, you know, like, something else happens in your life where you just think, oh, yeah, I really... But, like, when you're just in the general run-of-the-mill day-to-day grind of your job and you're in the middle of the year and you really haven't got anything on the horizon uh, it's really hard to find the motivation I know Kev, I know <laughs> I just like I just like point out the obvious <laughs> but I mean it's worse for people who are in lockdown, it really is like... oh yeah if you're in lockdown, I'm so sorry that Boris Johnson is but... your commander-in-chief but I'd also, um, but I hope you enjoy the little nuggets of uh, knowledge and amazing music that we bring to you. Yeah, <laughs> and also the, the also the Harry and Meghan interview on Oprah. That's supposed to be very good. Uh, to be fair, uh, Michelle was banging on about that last night. Actually, it sounds quite interesting. I'm like, oh, scandal! <laughs> I want to watch it. I haven't watched it. All I've seen is Instagram memes about turning Buckingham Palace into either a Tesco's or a Greg's. Perfectly timed that. In my little, uh, Dance party. Back into our kind of high energy Tomorrowlandy style with Martin Garrix, because that's what he does. Martin Garrix is amazing. Oh, yeah. I just find him be like a really nice guy as well. Like he always appears like, like really nice. Oh, do you know what I saw the other day on Instagram? You know I love following. Follow the fish. Uh Fisher that is. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Instagram. He was a he was at an eighties uh, party, which presumably DJ part of a rooftop party in God knows what city, but it's like an amazing view of top of a skyscraper over a city. And he's there with Thor, and he's just photographs of him and Thor, like which uh, whichever Hemsworth that is, I can't remember because I get them all mixed up. But whichever Hemsworth Thor is, it's just the two of them just like posing Chris. for photos together. Right, he got himself into a bit of trouble for it. Not that. Fisher cares, but the the Chris Hemsworth, like uh, for not wearing his mask. But uh, yeah, the two of them. Like you know, I mean they're pretty much safe in Australia. Australia's like, yeah, we're good. They're on the rooftop, open air, like. Oh, I just, yeah. yeah I like this. The high energy build ahead at the start. You'll like the next one too. If I mixed it well, and I'm trying, I'm looking at the, the track listing, thinking, did I mix the next one well? Well, you wouldn't know. Your, your speaker was in, with your child and his. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> bedtime stories. <laughs> 
Sounding pretty good to me, mate. <laughs> so this this whole set was just designed to be a bit of fun. That's what it's dropping tracks into the fall there. And by the time I picked the first ten, we I mean, were now you know it's me, so we're like track, track 24 by now. But <laughs> I was. No, nice. Yeah, it worked. I was thinking of the the race that's gonna happen here when people are running, and I thought I want songs that are gonna keep me motivated. Mm. So I've got like running by Watermark, and I've got feeling by Funk and Match, and I've got uh, smells like rhythm and physical. And I was thinking yeah, songs yeah. with titles or lyrics depicted people running. Yeah, it's got that. It's definitely got that that vibe to it. Oh, nice. This is a throwback to the last episode because I thought, you know what? Sarah will love this track. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love this song back in the day. Destination Unknown. Sounds really good with that, um, with that house kick and snare. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good to me, mate. Sneaking something in. Oh yeah, I, we haven't had any feedback from our Japanese listeners, have we? So. No, we haven't. <laughs> they should leave a they should leave a, a comment on the SoundHound page. Thank you, or or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, wherever, wherever you can leave a comment, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, I did. Uh, oh, oh, also, I need to offer corrections. <laughs> okay. I just remembered now. Uh, so, obviously, the last episode is the Sarah Newton's Laws of Motion episode, in which I put an Easter egg into the set, uh, which was House of Love by E17. And I explained in the episode that uh, it reminded me of a memory of my friend Gav. Uh, playing that in a working men's club and all the way uh, on a jukebox and they've been used for a very very long period of time and that it blurted out a full volume and he nearly got us into nearly got us like the crap kicked out of us well <laughs> I said to my mate Gab and he wrote back and he was like I don't remember that happening I was like oh um and I said to Draper, as I normally do, and Draper's like an elephant, he like, fucking remembers everything. That, or the fact that I've just got such a piss poor memory of my uh, teenage years, because I spent so many years of it just like... 
that a party's being drunk or whatever. <laughs> or this is just atypical Freudian projection. It might be that as well, like an ego defense mechanism. But Jason was like, that was you, Kevin. That was you. <laughs> and he went, I went, no, surely not. Uh, and he was like, let's look at the evidence. No, he didn't actually say it like this, but he's like, no, let's look at the evidence. Gav, who always listens to Motown and rap, why would he put E17 on in a working man's club? <laughs> you, who listened to E17, who would put it on in a working men's club, uh, I'm pretty sure you walked home to that gig box and put it on yourself. So, <laughs> it was clearly such a, like, <laughs> such a painful, uh, fucking horrendously embarrassing experience for me that I've like, I've literally just, my ego's just projected it onto Gav. It didn't happen to me, it happened to Gav. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. Does Gav listen to this podcast? Yeah, Gav, well, I'm hoping that he's going to carry on listening from this point onwards. Uh, I don't, oh, <laughs> just, just so... Hey, Gav. Gav. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, it, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I invited him, I invited Gav in on a, on a future episode. Gav is a... He's a he, he, right, so, like, his main... Profession is like a professional skydiver on the like the, the national team for Ireland. Basically, he just jumps out of planes all day. So uh, <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, and uh, he's just such an amazing guy and uh, really, really funny. And he's got a lot of very funny stories from our youth that I will. He can clearly remember better than I can. So it would be really great to get him on a future episode at some point. And also, I'd like to invite Draper on. Yeah, well, Draper's a bit more, uh, he's not as sort of performative, I don't think he'd be as comfortable doing it, but... I think we put Gav and Draper in the same episode. Well, I don't know, maybe. We can work, we'll, we'll, we'll work on them. But yeah, no, anyway, so uh, I, had to, I had to basically offer a retraction this week. That the information I gave last week was false. <laughs> That's amazing. I wonder how many uh, other things that I've said in episodes have just literally. <laughs> it turns out you just talk bollocks the whole time. Well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but like, I genuinely, I, I can picture where we were. Oh, maybe it's because I did it. Yeah. Um, but I, I seem to remember him doing it. I, I don't know. It's like the, the brain is capable of wonderful <laughs> levels of, of denial and <laughs> resistance, isn't it? Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, that proper made me laugh. Sorry, I just talked to him about two minutes of your music. Sorry, mate. I just uh, I had to mention that. So funny. Well, to listeners who have been listening to the conversation, you just missed about seven great mixes. But it's okay. Kevin's is sorry. <laughs> so, uh, in about seven episodes time I won't remember talking about this and I'll, I'll just be like do you remember that time when Dave talked over all my mixes look <laughs> 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 okay, I have no concept of how my brain works sometimes anyway that it was a very nice like eh, 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 mix loved it I was listening it was a and then somebody else went boo, 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 and they sounded great together. No, this Move is on. nice as well. Let's listen, let's listen. Right, this is nice. So glad this worked. This was hard. I like it.
Oh, that's a win. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, um, it's really hard to get those. You know when they get songs that have those increasing in pace or tempo um, uh, drum beats? Like Roped In, uh, One by Swedish Chef Mafia, all use that. And then you get that kind of discordant moment, but then when they all come together, you're like, oh, that's really satisfying. Yeah. That was very, and very nice. And that's where Beatscape plays a massive, like, massive part Because you can just, you, you know the drop is, the line drops up, you jump in the back, and you play. Mm. Yeah, nice. Oh, really stripped back. Yeah, I mean, this set is so stripped back for your normal style. I really like it. I know, right? It's a really nice conversation there. Yeah, so I wish I'd, like, this is hard to do because I wish I'd left the chummy in there a bit longer because I didn't have my monitor speaker, it was hard to see what was being recorded. Are you using sashimi again? That was sashamwa. Uh, sashamwa? Sashimi, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great, great bass line. That's Afrojack. Afrojack. Yeah. The guy who didn't come to Egypt because he got himself a new Bugatti. Afrojack! <laughs> Really, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> Brother, cracking myself up at that. I'm like, oh, Afro <laughs> joke. Aren't you funny? <laughs> well, look forward to that, listeners, because that's coming out every time we play a song by him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bingo card that mother trucker. <laughs> I really be minding my p's and q's in this episode. I hope you've noticed. Uh, yeah, I've only counted about nine swear words. No, I said crap and and like mother trucker, but I've never, I've not, I've only said the, I've only f bombed once. <laughs> the other times it was you. That's how I remember it. <laughs> Do you want to go put you seventeen in the jukebox? Oh, I like this ending. This, this, like, I say ending, we're like, what? Six minutes from the end, seven minutes from the end. This build is really cool. Guess the song yeah, is coming like next. It. That's really uh, disjointed. That's almost like moving towards a dubstep disjoint. I blame uh, I like the it. song coming in. No, I, no, I like it. I mean, you know me. I, it's I, a double step. Touch me. Oh, nice. It's such a sexy song, this. I like it. Oh, yeah, it really is, actually. That didn't sound sexy. Oh yeah, real sexy. <laughs> really sexy. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> uh, Oliver, you're real sexy. You're my wife now. <laughs> uh, I don't feel that that kind of rhetoric is in keeping with International Women's Day, Kevin, and I expected better of you. <laughs> oh, is that what he's being pretty? I said this to my mum as well. <laughs> She's an avid listener. Oh, shout out to my mum. Out of all the listeners, she's always the one who gives uh, constant support. She's always like, I love listening to your episodes. I, I feel like I like get like like a, an insight into you guys and, and like the things that you enjoy and sharing that experience with you. Yeah, I really, really encourage you. I love my mum to bits, but I never actually mention it because uh, normally I just mention people to slag them off, and I, I couldn't do that to my mum. She's, she's a lovely woman. I 
don't think my mum listens. Oh, you need to get her on it, mate. She wears all the Tomorrowland merch. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, I reckon, would be quite into it because she not sure yeah. if this is my mum's thing. No, you need to start mixing in some like classical or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, there are some. Yeah, you could trick her into it and start with the song. All right, Kev. Challenge for you, set classical in the future. Mix a set that my mum will listen to. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you need to send me some songs that like she would listen to. Yeah. Though. All right. I don't, yeah. Don't be pretty boring. Like, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't. Like, I don't know that well. Like. Thirty-two beats. You need to, you're gonna need to help me out. I'll do it, but you need to help me out, man. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Really enjoying this. Really like that thickening of the bass as well that you've done. So I actually skipped. I'm looking at my playlist now. I skipped about nine songs in this playlist because I'm like, oh, we're already at an hour. This is ridiculous. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. I know what this is. So a bit of vintage culture. Yeah. With DJ Kuba. Koopa Troopa. You feel the vibe. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad this whole entire episode has gone pretty much well. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from my bit. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's a very talky episode. Yeah, it has been a really, really nice way to unwind at the end of the day, though, mate. This has literally just gone straight from work into this. And uh, it has proved as a proved to be a very useful unwinding exercise, so thank you. I was a bit, little bit, a bit tense after my day, to be honest. Listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end, is it? Nice. I very much enjoyed that. I like the stripped back sort of uh, style, that, which is kind of uncharacteristic of you. Uh, some of the mixes in that were amazing. I really like the, the, the very um, sensitive and isolated mixes that you did. Uh, and then kind of that move towards the, you know, the last sort of third of the set, moving back into more punchy and, and growly and, and ravey sort of stuff. Um, it had a real sort of, it had an arc to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just, I wanted to build an arc of a set where you come in like, wow, we're so excited. And then just, yeah, we're having a great time. And then build up to the, wow, again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, de definitely had that. Thank you very much. So next episode, we're going to, oh my God, it's, I'm going to need to do something this weekend towards next episode. <laughs> oh my Jesus. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> contemplate that right now. There's so much work on my plate. Uh, right, I will. I'm either going to do Pangs Like a Drum or the political set, which is, no, that I probably won't do that because that's miles away from being finished. And the, and the film one isn't barely even started. So probably the Pangs Like a Drum one, if I can find enough songs on the same theme. I'm really glad you enjoyed the set because I threw it together pretty quick and there were some great mixes in there. 
so I appreciate that you acknowledge them, even though you did talk over a lot of them. But you know, we'll get past it. <laughs> uh, I think it was Gav. <laughs> Next week, we're looking forward to your mix. Uh, I think it'll be good. If, if I can't, and if I can't, then I'm going to force you to do one. <laughs> uh, well, but yeah, I'm, absolutely. I am. I stand ready and waiting, my friend. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. See you next week. See you next week.